Welcome to the PDX Small Business Network podcast. Listen in as we interview small business owners in Portland, Oregon, and the surrounding area. Now, please welcome your host, online marketing expert, One Click Lindsay. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the PDX Small Business Network podcast. I am your host, One Click Lindsay, and today I'm interviewing Danielle Ewalt. She is a business coach, and she helps entrepreneurs and teams reach their big goals. You guys are going to love this interview. It was so much fun to chat with her about her specialty and small businesses. So make sure you listen to this episode of the podcast. But before we hop into that, I want to do a quick marketing minute. So who out there now, I know I'm talking to you and I can't see you, but I'm still going to throw it out there. Who out there knows what a marketing funnel is? If you don't know what a marketing funnel is, or you don't have one implemented in your business, it's time to get on, on, on the team. Okay. You've got to start. You have to have a digital marketing funnel for your business. Now, let me explain what it is. Essentially, a digital marketing funnel is taking cold traffic, traffic that has never heard about you or from you and traffic, I mean people, and pulling them into this funnel where you nurture them through email marketing, gain their trust, and find, and remarket to them. And finally, at the end, you make an offer that they can't resist and they bite on it. And you can do this over and over and over and you can automate this entire system for your small business. This works across any industry and it's absolutely effective and so important for your business. So here at trafficandleads.com, my company, I'm a digital marketer here in the Portland, Oregon area. We create funnels all the time for businesses. And I'm sure you can understand how super valuable this can be, yet it can also be extremely time consuming. So here at Traffic and Leads, we charge anywhere from $2,500 to $5,000 to create and test out a funnel for you. But here's the good news. I'm not here to sell you a $2,500 product here on this podcast because that wouldn't work because you're kind of a cold audience. But if you go to trafficandleads.net, you will have the opportunity to sign up for a free five-day course where I will take you through every single step of building a digital marketing funnel for your business. All you have to do is go to trafficandleads.net and sign up and I'll take care of the rest. We'll do it together and you don't have to pay me any money. It's absolutely free. So make sure you go out to trafficandleads.net and get signed up so that we can get a digital marketing funnel created for you and your business and you can start generating traffic and leads that your small business deserves. All right, let's hop into this interview with Danielle. I think you guys will really like it. Hey, Danielle, welcome to the show. I'm so excited to have you on today. Hey, Lindsay, thanks so much for having me on. Sure. So why don't you tell the audience a little bit about what you do? Yeah. So I do business strategy and coaching. Um, I work with a handful of different types of founders um, or business owners. And I typically work with people who have a team of people that work for them. Um, So oftentimes they have a product-based company or they run an office if it's service-based. So um, not typically like an online person or sometimes people in manufacturing or, you know, I used to own a coffee roastery, so sometimes people in that space. Um, And I just really help them create the best structure for their business to help them achieve their goals and bring their team into that so that they can really have a powerful team that helps them be able to end up stepping away from their business and not feel like they have to be completely attached to being there constantly. 
That makes sense. So are most of your cu- customers here in Portland or are they all over the country? T- tell me about that. It's a heavy portion of them are in Portland because I often meet people through networking or referral, but I also have some, uh, you know, around the country. So it's, uh, it can be, it doesn't have to be local, but right, a lot of them are right now. And you are, just to be clear, you are open to helping people even in digital in the digital world or it, w- with a brick and mortar business like uh you're, you're a business coach and strategist for all businesses would you say yeah it's interesting you know what i often teach and work with people on is sort of the framework of how they're running their business and how they're working with their staff and employees to achieve their goals and so i've worked with people in the technology space um, i've worked with cpas people that have physical products that they're shipping I worked with someone in a manufacturing company. So it's a really variety of industries. However, the thing that's common often is that they have other, um, that they have employees and they're sort of trying to leverage how do they make sure um, that, you know, all the challenges that go along with managing staff. And then how do they start bringing their employees into the fold of like understanding what their vision is of their company and how to set and achieve goals and just get that company working really well, like a well-oiled machine so that you know, oftentimes the founder takes on everything and it doesn't have to be that way. If you structure it right, you can have these great people that are doing things that you have a high level of trust that you'll know they'll get it done and then create a lot of accountability around that too. That makes a lot of sense. So how how did you get into the business consultant or business strategist position? Yeah, I uh, well, so first I owned my own company for eight years with my husband. Um, I lived in the Midwest and we owned a cafe and coffee roastery. And um, it was through that process, like I have a degree in marketing, which sometimes I laugh about because I'm like, that's not really where I learned all of the things that I, I do now. But um, but it, I've always had this like bent toward a business mindset. Then when we were in our business, you know, we we floundered for quite a few years, um, just like, you know, understanding how to run a business well. And, you know, we, we doubled our revenue and then we're like, oh, crap, we, we doubled our costs. Like, this is not the equation we want here. So... We had to figure out how do we run a business that's profitable, that runs well, that we don't have to be there all the time. Because you know, you think of a service-based industry, and it's really demanding on your time. So we learned a number of different things um, the hard way, you know, through uh, trial and error, and you know, read a lot of business books, talked to other people, what works, how can we make this work for us? And we were able to do that, um, and um, got it to the point where we could take like. We took a three-week vacation, and we had, um, you know, our during our busiest month of the year because we were in a tourist area. So there were over a hundred thousand dollars in sales in just that month at our cafe, and we were able to be gone during that. And you know, we had our kids with us, and just you know, other people in the town were like, "What are you guys doing? How did you do that?" But we worked a long time to get it to that the point where we had staff that knew what they were doing. We could look at the numbers from a distance and see how things are going. We could just do these quick check-ins and our business could run really well. So um, so we decided to sell that after we had it for a while because I really wanted to move back to the West Coast. And um, we were able to sell it. And then when we sold it, people started asking us like, um, can you tell me how you did that? And that's how I got into doing the coaching and consulting work. That's awesome. That's really what a powerful <laughs> so that's story. The, that's the long story. <laughs> hey, that's but what yeah, we're on this I just podcast. Found, I like, want to hear the deep. Right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's, it's so great when I can work with someone like, cause I just like completely get what it's like when you feel like you're just so overwhelmed and you're like, I don't even know how to get out of it. This is not working, but I don't know what else to do. And it's so powerful when you have someone else that can be like, okay, 
I totally understand what you're going through. Now let's start working out a plan to get you out of this. And I, I love being there for people because I, I felt really alone a lot of the time when we were in our business. And mm-hmm. I don't even think I'd ever heard of like, I mean, I knew there were consultants, but I, I didn't even, never even crossed my mind that like, that's, you know, a, some, someone that could really help you turn things around. And we lost a lot of money and it took us longer than it needed to, to get our business to the point it should have been probably years before. And so if I can help someone do that sooner, I'm like, oh, I love, love that feeling, you know? Yeah, that is so awesome. Um, so what do you think, uh, what would you say is like the top one or two problems that are happening in a small business when they call you in? Oftentimes, you know, one of the things that I see is that the founder has just, they've maybe grown their business. So they've hired people um, to take on different different tasks and roles. But what they've done is they still like all responsibility still falls on the founder's shoulders. So they haven't created any structure or systems to actually truly offload responsibility to other people and then created the space to hold them accountable for it. Um, accountability is such a it's such an important part of creating a business that runs really well and that people understand clearly what's expected of them and that there are consequences if they can't live up to, you know, the expectations or that they understand that like if something's not going well, we need to have a conversation to solve the issue. So what I see most business owners doing is they hire people and they just expect them to do a good job, but they are not always clear in what the expectation is and sometimes not even like exactly what they should be doing. And they give, you know, poor training because they have so many things on their plate and then they get frustrated when things don't go well. And so there's not a good, um, there's just not a good cycle of like feedback and the way that people like the employees not set up for success and then neither is the founder. So oftentimes when people come to me, they're just super overwhelmed by they still have a million responsibilities and now they're also managing people and they don't feel like they're doing it well because it's typically not something most people do innately well. So they haven't learned those tools. So that's usually when somebody comes to me, it's just like this complete overwhelm and frustration. So as far as like holding employees accountable, like what's your number one tip for that? Well, the first thing is that you have to under, like the founder has to get really clear. It's like, what do you want them to do? So what are the key? And I always limit, like think of what are the top five things that are the most important things for that person to get done in that job. And you can do this like if it depending on what level they're at. Like, sometimes if it's like even if it's an hourly job, they could be responsible for one thing. You know, like this is the key thing, like whether it's number of hours or you know quality or serving number of customers, but um, or number of tickets they process. It really depends on your industry. But at a higher level, even like um, I always like to keep it simple. But think of like what are the five things that this person does eighty percent of their time. You know, because yes, there's always a hundred things that somebody's going to do, especially in a small business. Like you can't, you, you know, you don't have the leisure of like this person does one task, but you can think of usually there's just a handful of things that take up most of their time. And so then you want to start to think about what's the way that I could quantify that. So first you get really clear with the employee of like, here's what I expect you to do really well. Mm-hmm. It's these five things. And then you start thinking about like, well, how would I measure that? So an example, when we owned our coffee roastery, we had a cafe manager and she was responsible for average ticket sale. So the average ticket is, you know, how much is each customer spending in a transaction? Because one of the things we wanted her to do was to encourage people to buy coffee beans. So we also, she was also responsible for the percent of coffee bean sales in the cafe. So those two numbers 
were things that every week we looked at. And she knew that if she was going to be training the staff properly, she also, she couldn't just do it alone. She had to be training them appropriately. So train them like literally the simplest question is, did you need any coffee beans today? I mean, it sounds so simple, but literally when we instilled that training in all of our staff, our percentage of bean sales just like almost doubled. It's crazy. I bet it did. So, um, you know, and it's just like, it's just this like casual, like we're not saying get no three times, like just ask the question. And so many people will be like, you know what? Actually I do. Hold on, let me grab a bag. And, you know, so just holding someone responsible for that. So there was a year that went by where we just had like, hey guys, we got to sell more beans. Okay. So we said that, but then we didn't give them the right tool and we didn't actually hold them accountable and set a goal. And once we started like backing it out, like, well, okay, what does sell more beans mean? Let's put a number with it. What are the tools that they need to actually start selling more beans? You know, so um, when you start identifying just a handful, because you don't overwhelm people, and then attaching a number to it, that's how you create real accountability. And then you have to review the number. And then if the, they're not hitting it, you either need to adjust the number if it's not being realistic. Or if it's an employee issue, they're just being resistant. You might need to find a new employee. It depends on what what the issue, what's going on. Wow, what a, what a great example! Uh, thank you for sharing that. So, yeah, no problem. Yeah. So when when I go to your website, you have the tagline that I want to ask you about, which is the unconventional yeah. consultant. Can you yeah. tell me why you've chosen that? Well, you know, I think I came across that because. It was. It came. It came out after um, I had some testimonials from some of my clients, and a lot of them said the fact that they're like, "I just love working with you so much because you're not like some stuffy, like in a suit, like I'm just going to tell you what to do kind of person." They're like, "But you get it because you've been in my shoes." So, like, what I the tools I give people are not based on theory. They're based on like I know this works. Um, you know, I've done it. I've done it with other clients. It's not just like, so I read and some theoretical things. So it's very actionable. So I can relate to my clients is one huge thing. And then the other thing is that I'm also like, I'm a mom, I've got three young kids, and I'm really nurturing. So, um, so I've got all these nuts and bolts tools that I bring to the table. But I also like I become friends with my clients. I have so much empathy for what they're going through. We often bring in like parts of their personal life when we're talking about, okay, so what's going on? Okay, so um, so you've got kids too. Um, how Like you sound really stressed or you've got something going on in your personal life. Do we need to like work on a goal around that? Or, you know, I've worked on business goals that are like find better childcare is the, the number one way to improve the output in your business is to find better childcare, you know? So, mm-hmm. um, so that's where it's like, I'm not just in that traditional sense of like, here's what we got to do. Um, but I'm all about taking action, but I'm also like, I get where you're coming from. And I'm going to talk about you as a person with like your family, your personal life and your business, because entrepreneurs just cannot pull those apart. Um, They're so intertwined typically. And I get it because my husband has a company, you know, I've got my company, we've got three young kids, like life's crazy. But you know, if you have the right person to talk to, you can definitely make it all work. I love it. I really love it. Awesome. Danielle, (laughs) it's been a pleasure talking to you today. Before we go, I'm going to turn the time over to you. Please feel free to tell anybody anything else you want them to know. And again, how to reach out to you. Great. Thanks. Well, you know, if you feel overwhelmed in your business and you're struggling with how to manage your team better and how to get the results that you want, I would love to have you reach out to me. I have a variety of different ways that I work with people. 
Um, my website is my first and last name, DanielleEwalt.com. And you can send me an email, Danny, D-A-N-I, at DanielleEwalt.com. I love it. I love it. Awesome. Thank you again, Danielle, for being on the show. Yeah, thank you so much, Lindsay. So I hope you enjoyed that interview with Danielle as much as I did. Before I go, I wanted to remind you one more time, if you need and are ready to make digital marketing work for you, but you can't afford expensive consultants like me, this is your opportunity to build a digital marketing funnel for your business for free. All you have to do is go to traffickingleads.net and get signed up for my challenge to start September 10th. Now, if you're listening to this on the 12th, 13th, 14th, whatever the case may be, it's not too late. Still head over to traffickingleads.net and hop in and find out what's happening. I can help you create this for yourself. We will be there to support you. So this is a great opportunity. I only do this once or twice a year for this particular topic. So go to trafficandleads.net. Now, finally, if you enjoy this podcast or if you're a small business owner and you want to be featured on this podcast, just head over to the website, pdxsmallbusinessnetwork.com and fill out an application. And I'm sure we can get you on the podcast. Thank you again for listening, Portland. And I hope you all have a fantastic week. Fantastic week.